When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. This is over, Connor. My name's Alaska. What is yours? Hello, I'm Willem. I'm the Zoom director host meeting. <laughs> Uh, we want to say a huge thank you right now and a huge round of applause to everyone who has joined us uh, right now for our very first ever live stream edition of Race Chaser. So give yourselves a round of applause. Well, this is a uh, okay. Oh, Bef- should we should we go over the ground rules first? What? There's uh, no sex in the podcast Zoom live stream room. Okay. <laughs> Also, really? no, 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 no. And the champagne, it's actually, um, what's that called? When it's not champagne, sparkling wine. Not, <laughs> not even champagne in the champagne room. It's not champagne. No. It's, it's deep Prosecco. Yeah, Prosecco, sure. that's it. And here's the thing. Okay, this is happening at a really momentous time in history that that this is happening and we were discussing um earlier whether we should postpone or what but we came to the uh the agreement that we were going to go ahead mostly for the purpose of fundraising we're we're, yeah we're raising money so every one of you who um who bought a ticket um, your money is going to benefit Project Q in Los Angeles, which is a grassroots organization that supports supports LGBTQIA plus homeless youth and has been really stepping up during the pandemic to offer hygiene and food packages to people who need them. Um, so you're doing a really good cause yeah, by doing and- that. Also, uh, since we do a podcast every week, we're going to continue to do that. Mm -hmm. And you know, if it's Pride Month, um, we're going to talk about Pride a lot. And that Pride originally started out of riots and protests against police brutality. And that's basically what's happening all over America right now. 
Yeah. Um, and we support Black Lives Matter and we support the protesters. We do. I mean, there is a literal, there's a demonstration happening just blocks from my house. You can hear probably the helicopters circling overhead. And the last few nights, um, Los Angeles and a bunch of cities around the world have been uh, demonstrating and um, really fighting for a really fucking important cause. And and I, I, I'm glad that we're doing this because I see, I hear, I, I hear that, sirens my, right now. Yeah. Alaska and I are only actually about probably six or seven blocks apart from each other. And we're hearing the same sirens. Um, uh, Laganja just said the protest is going through our neighborhood right now peacefully. Um, yeah. I'm glad there's no uh, white devil bitches handing out bricks to people. Right. Like, yeah. Um, I, yeah, exactly. I've been having a, a hard time um, figuring out ways that I could affect change and actually do stuff. But like you buying a ticket and um, giving us your money that we can therefore pass on to other charities is you actually doing stuff too. So even if you feel like you haven't done anything today, you have done something. So try to do a little bit every day and um, do the best that you can. And we will continue to do the same with our podcast and uh, give you a moment to decompress with hopefully some entertainment. Um, And it's important to take a moment to recharge as we all continue to run the marathon that is fighting for change and progress. And girls and boys and all the other siblings, we're on the precipice of it. I feel like good stuff will come out of this in the long run. Yes. And uh, we are going to donate money to anti-racist Black-run organizations that are part of the Black Lives Matter movement from these ticket sales as well. Uh, There are many bailout funds around the country for the people who are getting arrested um, uh, out protesting. And once we have all the coins come through from the ticket service, we are going to identify the best place to put those funds and we're going to donate them there um, possibly there might be a bedside table or a dresser to put the coin upon. <laughs> the coins but where, wherever it goes, <laughs> gingerly upon the dresser. Please leave your um your voucher, and we'll cash you out. Thank this you. is the thing, okay? And you know, I know. I think my mom is uh listening, and she's here with us. Um, and I know that this is hey, like Pam. I know this is a it. It's a really scary time. I mean, you see footage of cities you know on fire and stores broken up and and burnt out and it is scary but the thing is that's kind of the point and and the the point is not about our comfort right now and it's not about even our safety right now it's about a much bigger cause because people's lives are being taken and uh and it's just it's important to keep that in mind as as we're as we're doing this all right. So, should we like should we talk about uh, uh, this important uh episode of yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race? Just let me warm up. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Good. Oh my god. Well, okay. So, the week before, we watched the queens uh do the reunion and it Alone was a lo- together. Yes. Uh-huh. And we got some good looks. We had some good uh uh some some quips. We had some, some gimmicks. Jokes. We had some skits. Um, RuPaul wore a perplexing blue face mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Shady Bunch was uh, the opening theme song, which I think was the crowning gem in that episode, if you ask me. 
Honestly. And I mean, the whole the whole episode was just a cock tease making us so ready to crown uh, a new queen, you know, because I'm ready for a new queen. It's been like (laughs) six months. I need a new girl. I I need a new doll. (laughs) Six months. (laughs) Well, however long. Yes. Who who won last time? Evie. And so, yes. And so coming from many, many, many time zones, the queens of season 12 join us for the finale. And the diva, they start by showing the the divas in full head to toe looks. And I have to applaud all of the divas because everybody looked sickening. Honestly, some of the divas have looked the best they've ever looked. Yes. In these, I I'd like to make a special m- mention of Aiden Zane in this gorgeous mm. gown with bronze and black and like, um, yeah. She probably wasn't sitting down in it or doing any dips, that's for sure. <laughs> but she looked great. Um, also, honorable mention, I have to shout out Widow Von Du. I love this black widow spider with the fucking arms that arms. moved up. I've uh, it's a deep salute for me today. It's yeah. a deep- um, I also I am going to make note of Gigi's uh, hair reveal out of that helmet cone with not even a split end out of place. Uh, that was yeah. ma- that was masterful. Yeah, um, it was ma- that was magic tricks. I don't even know how she did that. And she is the helmet girl. So she's the helmet girl. She had to um, deliver the helmet. Rockham's uh Sakura Rockham Sakura looked gorgeous. She looked like a comic book come to life and it was yeah. um it was it was amazing. All the girls looked really good. Um they all kind of uh outdragged RuPaul, that's for sure, because she looked like the gay Zorro. <laughs> you see, okay, I'm gonna defend RuPaul's look for the on this episode though, because it's on the last one I was very uh, I was very critical of the blue with the with just the 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 sweatshirt. Okay, mm-hmm. I because it's it seemed to not be cohesive and s- sort of made no no fucking sense. But this was at least a look. It was a hat yeah. with a mask with a you know a thing. It was a full look. It gets a salute from me. Okay. Her reunion look for me was just, it wasn't even like casual Kelly Clarkson, American Idol. It was like just Kelly. And it just, it didn't do it for me. This look was a little bit better. The mask was still Slick It Up, which is a gay-owned brand. Um, oh, it was? Where? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, I'm, I, I just don't, um, it's not what I would have picked. I, I think, like, I love drag. I love color. I love explosions of things. Maybe she's just, like, letting the girls do their thing and shine and uh, not getting in drag. Now, do you think... Maybe this is controversial, but do you think the mask is a red herring? Do you think, it, do you think he was wearing masks to make us talk about Oh, did RuPaul have a facelift? Why is he wearing a mask? What is this about? Do you think it was a distraction from fracking? Um, The frack talk? (laughs) I'm I'm not really sure if it was protective gear so he wouldn't get any minerals on him or any um, crude oil. (laughs) Very Um, crude. I heard it swearing. Yeah. um, I, I have stopped trying to decipher the whys of what RuPaul does, and I've just tried to learn to separate the art from the artist and enjoy the program and everything yeah. positive that he has to offer. And then when we start, uh, when we hit record, I just start talking shit. So 
Okay, well, fair enough. Well, okay, so the, uh, RuPaul says that there were some, that she set up her own set in that <laughs> Girl. So there are jokes this episode. I will, yeah. That is funny. That's wonderful. Uh, also, she says, oh, but the, the team is working from home, and then they show a bunch of animals on typewriters, which I think... In my own way, I think that that is a reference to our our commentary that some of the skits are written by by chimpanzees with typewriters. <laughs> I I don't think that's a fair assessment because some of them are probably also written by orangutans. Um, they're, they're better with pencils; they don't eat them as much as the as the apes and the primates. Um, I I do I let me just say this: there have been people in and out of that building all month. I mean, I'm not sure how man how many people are working from home, but there's definitely some people not working from home. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm right across the street from it. Um, but right. nice people there, great people. Um, so the the top of the show, RuPaul basically gives us the rundown. There's going to be three competitive lip syncs. Mm-hmm. One where the queens serve face, which is um, just like mug right up in your webcam, deep mug. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, another where the two top queens will perform a lip sync side by side for the crown. Um, yes. Uh, so is that normal for a finale? There's usually three lip syncs, aren't there? Well, they usually do a spinning wheel of doom and two, then they make two. two of the lip sync. So it's usually like there's three songs. Um, oh, yeah, because usually there's four people and they have to narrow it down to two. Now it's yeah. three people, they narrow it down to two. I thought I I really liked this uh, choice to do the the to really take advantage of the we're we're doing this at home. We might as well tailor it to be about being at home rather than trying to simulate like you're in a theater or something. Mm-hmm. They're like, we got to see three amazing queens perform this fucking close at the same time. You never get to see that at a show. You're, you know, you're far away. We got to really get up in their mugs, see every little detail. And I really, I, I thought, and then we got to see them be creative. So I really liked this format. I thought it was uh, really nice. I was not mad at it either. Um, so many girls have been trying to copy Gigi's face and it looks like they got in a fight with some whiteout. So maybe now people will have a more precise <laughs> view on what to do with those white lines on their face a la Gigi good um because some have you adopted the little the it's a it's a it's a white highlight right above the the um bow of the lip bitch you know damn well if i got something white and highlight on my lip it's not a pencil (laughs) oh my gosh i've seen it i've seen it firsthand but it's usually that's usually not where it ends up it's on the it's on the lashes definitely not on the first hand usually the fourth or the fifth hand oh my god it's on the 301 and duns oh those lashes they were blasted i remember that night okay um (laughs) we do get to see a sliver of michelle visage's ass uh, her husband's, her husband's ass, ass yeah. which um, which seemed pert, and uh, there was a big crack down the middle, but it looked it looked nice. Um, Ross Matthews is uh, broadcasting live with his puppies, and um, Carson is in Pennsylvania judging, uh, and he does a freeze on the Zoom call, which we yes. leave meeting. No, don't leave yet. Oh, don't. Sorry, Dipper. My bad. Um, Carson says, this is just my face. I did a little homemade Botox. Turned out it was poppers. Uh, 
Uh, gay thing, gay thing, gay thing. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, that was funny. I think Carson's fucking hilarious. Carson's never she, not funny, and she's a Pennsylvania girl just like me. I really like Carson. Shout out to Carson. Just um, a couple of Pennsylvania girls. <laughs> you know we're Pennsylvania girls. PA, mm-hmm. hey. PA, Harrisburg. Um, I think that the guest judges this year have been really of note. So they they list yes. them all now. Uh, we had Jeff Goldblum, who was the political challenge. Rachel Bloom, she was the political challenge. Robin uh-huh. kicked it off. We had Nicki Minaj uh, trying to fight Heidi. Uh-huh. Uh, Kim Petras, Tandy Newton, Adam Lambert, Daniel yeah. Francaise. We had so many great judges. And they and a bunch of them sent in messages just for this uh, finale, which was really cool. Um, uh, it was nice to see Kim Petras on there. Um Rachel Bloom, uh, pregnant, uh, or no, pregnancy bazooms just mm-hmm. in full bloom. Uh, the, now the winner, in case you didn't know, the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race is going to win or or did win uh one year supply of Anastasia Anastasia Bevelry Anastasia Bevelry Hills Cosmetics. <laughs> And $100,000 cash to start their own brand. Plus a crown and scepter from Fierce Drag Jewels. That's Fierce Drag Jewels. <laughs> um, so Whoopi is the girl to kick this all off right now. And she's basically saying America needs her queens to show people how to social distance, to wash their hands. And she's right about that because... Queens are always washing their hands because we always are digging stuff out of our bras, like drink tickets and money's dirty. So we got to wash our hands after that. And then yeah. like people touch us. and The man were touching all up on me. I miss it. I miss it. I the miss nothing more. touching all up on Do you know what I'm quoting? No. RuPaul in the 80s when she is it's like oh, in after the a gig and yeah, she's like shopping at the yeah she's uh, like, I let the man touch up touch on me because it gave me some dollars yeah. <laughs> really that was just Lady Bunny why don't <laughs> why don't we go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. 
This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Let's come on right back. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh. Y'all ready for a deep dive on these season 12 finalists? Yes, finalists. I am. <laughs> now, the top three, we get a closer look. Just a little bit closer. Is that why she's dressed as an eye? Oh, now it makes sense. I mean, yeah. I I thought it was cool. I thought it was very crystal esque, actually, to do to just be like the iris of a giant eye. Yeah, it totally made sense for um for Crystal when they didn't change it for the other girls. I was like, okay, that was a choice. But this, I feel like, <laughs> is is a substitute for the Tic Tac lunch, basically. So it's basically yeah. a chance for all the girls to recap everything funny or everything bad that they did this season with RuPaul just to keep it fresh in the brain for when they lose or win. <laughs> um, so this little convo with Crystal and RuPaul is is very enlightening. We talk about someone we haven't heard about named Elle DeBarge. Never heard of that. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Was the Countess be- at Large, Flotilla DeBarge. <laughs> um, <laughs> Friend of the pod. We love you, Flotilla. Hey, Flo. Uh, my, my favorite <laughs> video is when is seeing family members looking like other drag queens. Crystal's mom, you could totally tell that apple came from that tree and just got plucked right from it. And then her abuela is yeah. so cute. So the, sweet. The, the the girl's still perky and in the right spot. And she's proud of her grandson for his creativity and for his intelligence. And she said that she always knew from an early age and stuff. Yeah. Very sweet moment. So and we get to see Crystal building her lip sync set. And she's using the science research hammer, which mm-hmm. I, I love. Yeah. That, I mean, it worked on that Merkin challenge. It did. Crystal Labs. Mm-hmm. Um, she Crystal is asked to give her baby self, her Cody, some advice. Yeah. And um, 
She says, what makes you different makes you special and don't try to hide from it, which I love. Yes. She's DeBarge and she's in charge. <laughs> Crystal Mathis. Uh, um, this was a part of the the episode that I was a little confused at. Was it, you guys can get in drag if you want. We're going to do this little lip sync to another RuPaul song. I feel like at the end of the tech day, they were like, since you're in a look, do you just want to do a little little outro? Because having some of them dressed, some of them not dressed, and then like all of a sudden we have to listen to another Ru song about being blessed when we really don't feel blessed at all right now. <laughs> I think it was probably ladies' choice. And it's, mm-hmm. it was probably like, you don't have to be in drag. Um, this isn't a judged portion of the competition, but you can present however you want. That's what I'm going to guess that it oh, was. Sound check drag. Yeah. Oh. But like, I don't know. To me, that's like a category, like in a lot of pageants, they have the category of like the like out of drag interview. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. French I tips mean, only. <laughs> Not an eyebrow in sight, mm-hmm. an ill-fitting suit, and long-ass French tips. That's the look directive. I wonder the if there will directive. be any drag ponytails. <laughs> That's Nothing. the look directive. Yeah, for sure. The but like, dir- I don't know. I think it's another category that you can like, I don't know, have fun with. I mean, any chance to be in drag, though, I would want to get in drag, especially if it's on television. Yeah. Uh, Every every girl is different. Now, Miss Gigi Good is up next for her Tic Tac lunch. Mm-hmm. And she just says, what's up, bitch? To RuPaul. <laughs> and she's one of the few people that can get away with that without getting screamed back at. <laughs> right. Definitely. And she's wearing the RuPaul MTV Spring Break look from 1993, which I didn't, I didn't catch at first, but they did a side by side. And it was very well done. I remembered it because she wore these earrings and something else. And I knew that they were Rue earrings, but I didn't remember the exact outfit yeah. until like looking up, seeing the picture and then going, oh my God, I watched that on TV. Like in 93, I remember my little black and white TV watching RuPaul on spring break and seeing it, you know, like 92 was her like big supermodel year. And then 93, she was doing all the summer shows and the racket and like just gorge. And Gigi looks just as gorge too. Um, Very stunning. They have a discussion about how confident she is and um, that she was just, you know, she was right. Ra- her mama raised her that way to be to be uh, humble, um, but still like proud and confident of of her achievements. I always wonder when people um, do the thing where they say, don't mistake my confidence for cockiness. What is the difference between cockiness and confidence? Is is it just like. One being an asshole about knowing that you're good and the other. I think, yeah. That's I think the only it, difference. I think, yes. Because it's possible to be confident in your abilities mm-hmm. without being like, oh, bitch, I'm better than you. It's like, it's <laughs> like you knowing. Oh, it, <laughs> uh, you can take RuPaul's master class. Girl, I am on episode eight right now. Raven's about to do her makeup. Of work for oh RuPaul's God. class. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, to watch the paints. Ooh, ooh watch mm. it dry. <laughs> I would love to watch Raven do her do her work, but yeah. yeah, I'd love to watch Gigi's mom do her work because um, yeah, her message saying that she was so proud of her son in the little pirate outfit was yeah. um was was really wonderful. Sorry, I think the protest is on Hollywood Boulevard right now. All right. Um, 
what would you tell your baby self? What did you tell your baby self? How many times did you have to talk to your baby self on RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> I don't think we did this exercise. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we did it on All Stars, but we didn't do it on season five. I mean, I don't... I. Something that Jackie Beat said to me recently, or, you know, not recently, but she said it, but was um, when you see a picture of someone you know and you see them as like a baby picture, it's it's really like it's really that's who that's who you're dealing with. That's who you're friends with. That's who you're talking to. I mean, we we are still that that like vulnerable child inside and so I don't know. I think this is a, like a really, it's a really touching exercise to be doing because, like, underneath it all, we really are, we really are still that that child. Um, and this was a really, this was a really touching uh, moment with Gigi. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, the thing that she says about her mom always being by her side. And that her dad, like, eventually coming around is a story with so many drag queens. Um, first time my dad came to the show, he didn't even tip. Um, <laughs> and it, it got it got better from there when I installed the Venmo on his phone. And, um, you know, Gigi's just sharing in this goddamn fantasy that she created. Um, and I love it. And um, she says to RuPaul, it's not an option not to win. This crown belongs to me. Okay. I didn't know it was proprietary, but I'm um, I'm very <laughs> that's very... confident. She's very young and she's very confident, and she performed extremely well on the show. And she was very prepared from the, from the lip syncs, as, as we'll see. She mm-hmm. was very prepared, so she this is how, how she was feeling at the moment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I I do not knock her for her confidence. Look at how she performed in the season. Like, exactly, killed it. Can we Let's, talk about Miss Jada? Can we please? Because this hair? Yeah. Oh. This <laughs> Sherry Headley coming to America everything hair. Yeah. And then the eaten alive, ripped apart uh, animal print. Ugh. One show. So good. Ugh, everything. I was so happy. If your hair is bigger than the frame of your camera, congratulations. <laughs> you won Drag Race. <laughs> Automatic. Oh, honey, we're going to need your hair smaller to fit the frame. How dare you? (laughs) Yeah. Now, Jada says that she grew up in a rough neighborhood and it taught her how to fight for what she wanted. And, uh, and, and then we see a video from her brother, John, encouraging her. fine. Okay. And her dad. Trade of the season. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, her dad wishes that, uh, Jada's grandma was alive to watch Jada shine on TV because, that's where she got a lot of her glamour and early inspirations with her grandma watching her movies and stuff. I had a great aunt with one eye who used to watch me all those musical movies. So I totally get having an older person who recognizes that little uh, bit of lightness in a, in a boy and teaches them about stuff that they should know. Yeah, these are the moves. This is uh, this what, is Elizabeth Taylor as uh, uh, as Cleopatra. That is and that is Miss Anne Baxter. Anne, Anne Baxter. And these are the moves. <laughs> <laughs> hats, hats, hats of every color, color. hats of every size. Hats, hats, hats. Now Basically. I have, to, <laughs> I have to say, uh, 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 to me, Jada won interview portion. If this was a page and this was interview portion, Jada won. She 
she um she was humorous uh and she kept it light but she also had really like touching heart moments and um the the uh, it it was it was really touching i she she came she had tears uh they were genuine it was a it was a really um touching interview portion yeah jada had tears she had laughs she had bundles i mean I don't know. I don't know what bundles more you could, on bundles. bundles. I don't know what more you could ask. She had piercings in her hair, hair rings. Yeah, I, I definitely I mean, also concur on. that she won interview because I mean, her and Gigi were pretty neck and neck uh, as as of uh, the one woman shows. They both have won four, correct? Um, I think uh, they both won four challenges. They both won three challenges. Comments. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I think Gigi won a fourth with that one woman show. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But okay. I, I definitely think that, um, but it was very tight going into, yeah, for going sure. into it. We get a little video from Heidi all about social distancing. Um, <laughs> and it skits all over the place. It feels like a sizzle reel for a, a wow present show, but honestly, <laughs> one of the, be. the funniest moment in the whole show was she said, you there without the arms. <laughs> to a wig head that she was having a fake press conference to, like Dr. Deborah Burks. And she, yeah. she is just so, um, you can't help but smile when you're around her. Her, her energy is contagious and she's such a positive beacon. She's like the opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's my ride. She's, uh, yeah, she, um, yeah, she's great. She's very naturally funny. And now we get to go into the close-up lip sync, which I I love this. Mm. And it's the new song by RuPaul called Bring Back, Bring Back, My, Back girls, My Girls, which I actually really like this song. And um, each of the girls really turned it. Who stood out for you? Okay, I Gigi stood out for me because they put her in the middle both times. And yeah. And uh, I felt like there was she was doing the most side to side. So I understand why they put her performance in the middle. I saw when Jada went to the side, she wasn't looking at anybody on one side. And then they cut to her close up. So it's like it's one of those things where it's definitely not going to be a fair look at everybody's performance. But I feel like we saw what we saw from everybody. Um, I liked I like Gigi's syncopation with the eyelashes and how she acted just like RuPaul waiting when she said, where they at? Come on. Yeah. Like all of that was great. Um, Jada, Jada, I think used the depth and like relief of the camera and moving towards and from it. Um, yeah. Uh, um, really well. And Chris, I, I watched this three times because I wanted to watch every girl <laughs> yeah, fully through. One. Because yeah, it's hard. It, otherwise, you're you you're just like oh, I don't know. And I wanted to be a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and we Crystal, appreciate you. Crystal was just fun as fuck too. Yeah, and, uh, it's I I did not know who was going to be the top two going into it at all. Well, the first the first thing I know well, the first thing I noticed was Jada. The first thing she did was this. <laughs> Oh, show the nail. And I, that, because that is exactly what I would have done. Because when they said they were going to be doing this, I was like, okay, well, it's a handography challenge because when you're up close to the camera, you do that, they call her six moment where you're just, where you're just 
Tell it to my heart. Ooh, tell it to my only one. Is it really love or just? Yeah, that's it. It's all about hands, and Jada was the first one to put her fucking claws in in the frame, and it and it was great. Yes. Yeah, um, what would you have done? Manic, oh. Check out this manic, y'all. Check out this manic, yeah. Oh, you got the man part right. Um, <laughs> what would you have done for this lip sync, do you think? I would have used my hands a lot. I would have put on crazy nails. Mm-hmm. Just like r- absurd nails. Now, I wish they would have bounced them around they did a little bit of like we're gonna give the person one person like the whole screen but then when they came back from that it would have been nice to see them in a different order just because i think gg uh being in the center was like she got to she got to play diana ross the whole time and it's like no this is the competition between three yeah all uh, three supremes i mean they let jada in the middle once she won which was nice (laughs) <laughs> but like for both lip syncs it around for both lip syncs to have Gigi in the middle, I thought was a, a choice, and I don't know who made yeah. that choice, but um, it's alphabetical. But is it? Yes, Crystal Gigi Jada. Oh. <laughs> middle name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Also, Gigi's camera was was it. Uh, a, a different lens because it was it seemed to have a higher like uh, pixel rate or something I don't know maybe I don't know it's not a you know it's not a camera co- competition but these um, are these are things they they overall did a really great job with this segment and all three of the girls obviously were fucking amazing um there's a as we go to commercial um there's a moment of remembrance uh, for Jacqueline Wilson who passed away right after season 12 um uh filmed and we hear from a bunch of the divas about their relationship with Jacqueline and this was a really this was a, a sweet and uh and touching uh moment yeah Jacqueline was really good at her job she fucking hated me she she said right to my face, I know what you're doing. And she wouldn't take any of my shit. And she knew that I was faking. And at one point she said, I'm not even going to talk to you. Because she knew I wasn't playing the game. How A lot of people say that. Do you? Yeah. Hate it, bitch. I'm not mad at her at all. She was a great uh, producer on the show. And the show she helped shape the show, for sure. Definitely. Well, and- uh, why don't we take a break? And we'll be right back. Y'all, okay, everyone in the chat box, Y'all we have a special guest. Very, very special. Very special. So exciting. So lovely that uh, she was able to make time to be here uh, with us. Do you no. want to go? Do you want to announce her? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I am <laughs> thrilled to announce <laughs> that Race Chaser has recently relapsed. On the crystal method. Yay. Yay. Hello. Ooh. Oh my God. Oh, hello. Lilac Long fantasy. Purple hair. I'm feeling my jantasy. <laughs> 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 
Who's that? Who's the slutty girl from Mama's Family who always had a little off-the-shoulder action? Remember her? <laughs> Very. Oh, she was wonderful. I put on two pinky nails. Look. Oh, my gosh. Do you have any extra thumbs? Because my whole hand is thumbs, so I need extra ones. Um, real quick, ladies, can we do a tuck check? <laughs> oh, really? Are we doing it? Okay, bitch. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sir, I'm on business. the left, you can sit now. Sir, I'm business on the bottom and party on the top. <laughs> I want to party with tops. <laughs> wow. I mean, Crystal, I'm... Jesus, I first have of all, to just yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Bronze. A, 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 or silver? A bronze or silver? A silver medal. A silver a sil- medal. Oh, it's a silver. silver. She's I, I, th- silver. I saw the medal. It was platinum, actually. <laughs> Just congratulations on such an amazing season and uh, and just a, a great showing of your work and your aesthetic as a as an artist and a visionary and uh, I, I'm not alone when I say I'm I'm a little bit obsessed with you and I think you're fantastic Stop. and uh, <laughs> and thank you for fucking joining us here on Race Chaser on Race thank Chaser you. live the first ever live right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I can I see a handscape? I want to see all these rings, all these jewelries. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, bangles. <laughs> oh, heavens. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Girl, oh. I, I have to say, any any everything you did on the show, you looked at, like, drag from, like, the opposite of how a normal person would look at it sometimes. <laughs> like, even in, the lip, even in the lip sync for, like, Cover Girl about registering to vote, at, at the end when it was, and what? You were like, and what? <laughs> Just oh like God, I know it was so good and just like one one of those things where like you can't plan it and like you just have this effervescent that just comes across and everybody loves it. Have you ever met anyone that didn't like you? All the time constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Work. That means you're doing something right. Yeah, that's what I feel. Now, now okay, the bird lip sync. First this... what were the other songs that you didn't choose? Oh. We know Take On Me. Lot, but I, I heard had, there were five. Oh, there was a long list to choose from. Oh, oh really? That's good. <gasps> it was like three pages long. Were there any Alaska songs? Mark. There was like four <laughs> Alaska songs. <laughs> Only sure. four. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. My vast discography. Um, but I also thought about doing Mindful by K. Michelle. I don't know if you know that one. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. And Rumors by Lindsay Lohan. Uh, I'm tired of all this I think I think I'm like a bird is was such a good choice because it it's very visual and yeah. your very your you know your take on on drag is obviously very visual and you could be an actual bird <laughs> or two. <laughs> no, you're not the first person to regurgitate on RuPaul's Drag Race. <gasps> I um, saw that. And Who's Mich- the v- Mich- oh you Michelle seems to have a selective. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, any chance to work vomit into drag is just a, a gift, I think. So um, yeah, it's nice to see that tradition carries on. <laughs> oh my yeah. actual god! <laughs> uh, is there anything 
that you didn't get to wear on the runway that you're like, ooh, should have worn that, should have done something different that that you're that we're gonna see soon and be like, well, this this is the outfit. Um, I don't think so. At that point, I had used like all the clothes I had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your bitch, your finale jacket. I was like, ooh, any of these girls gonna do a reveal? And I was like, you know what? If I had Crystal's jacket, I would never take it off, let alone put it on the ground for a reveal. That, that jacket, is how I felt. Girl, beaded fringe, stones, polka dots, green ribbons, bitch. Can we talk Everybody. about them? There's so much as well. Did you make them? No, um, I, it was my first time working with a designer. Really? Um, and I worked Ooh, with race Mondo. Money. She got race money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Mondo, who was on, he did a lot of stuff. Oh, Mondo Gary, yeah. Uh-huh, and he had reached out to me. So I was like so excited to work with him. Nice. You looked gorge. And that I felt pump? like, uh, I felt like my final like form. Assume the position? <laughs> that it was just like one of those moments where you stole it from RuPaul like that was like supposed to be her talking and you're just like oh wait let me pose like fucking Captain Morgan well I was already standing it was great <laughs> it was so wonderful Thank so you. what was the what was the I mean can you tell us a little is there anything from like behind the scenes you can tell us about uh, the, the the finale experience because it's such a it's mm-hmm. such a first time ever thing that happened in, in drag race i'm very curious about it yeah i mean it was very hard and stressful for sure like some of my original plans fell through just because like the things that i was ordering were not there was like no way they were going to get to me on time so no. um then i kind of was just like I want to make everything that just with like craft supplies I already have at home. I like tried to really mm-hmm. lean into like the fact that we're doing it from home. Yeah. Um, and so that's really how I like came up with most of my concepts. I wanted to do things that I knew that I wouldn't be able to do like in person, like the pinata. Like I would never be able to like travel with that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so No girl, you get it in your rider. There will be a pinata waiting in every city for you. Sharon had a fucking coffin. <laughs> like, you can get gee, a pinata. Yeah. <laughs> Like full tea. There are so many clubs. Go ahead. Sorry. uh, Well, I mean, just like all the filming and stuff, it was so hard. There was definitely lots of arguments with me and my um, boyfriend slash cameraman slash producer or whatever all the roles he had. (laughs) Lighting director. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There was a moment where you farted with that pinata. Um, It's just like everything you did stole the show for me, for sure. It was, Thank it was, you. yeah, I can't say enough nice things about you. Yeah. It, <laughs> it would was be really right rude to say bad to things the, about you though with you it here. Was, <laughs> <laughs> it was right down to the, like, they showed like the first 10 seconds of the episode online and it, and it was like, oh, she's a giant fucking pinata. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. She might fucking win this fucking episode. Word. You know, all the girls literally looked so good. And then there was like, I felt like I was there also. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was no. impactful. It was very impactful. I thought it was so funny. Um, I really tried to um, be as stupid as possible throughout the whole experience. Did I you, your, I mean... Your makeup yeah, with the two-color eyes, like little details, like all those things, you're always just so visually appealing. And well, glitter like all over the lashes. All over, bitch. <laughs> Who's, who or what is your biggest inspiration? For drag 
Um, I mean, I say all the time, it's like I get a lot of it from my mom, as you saw her, you, you met her, except kind of just like cranked up a little bit. Um, because she definitely like, when she's dressed, she'll like pick a color or a theme. And it's like everything she owns that has that specific theme that day, she like has it on. Um, I love so that. I just always loved that when I was little, I would like, she's a little woman. So when I was a little boy, I could fit in her clothes. And then once <laughs> I was a teenager, I was like, Oh, I can't anymore. Um, so she definitely inspires me. And then I get a lot of inspiration from like cartoons. Um, when I was little, I did like, I went to like a cartoon drawing class over the summers. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> I went to an art class or like a drawing class like that once. Yeah, I felt like I was very bad. I felt like everyone in the class was actually like um, artists and I was like kind of just hanging out for the summer, but I learned a lot for sure. Well, girl, you paint that face up real good. Thank you. How <laughs> overall was your uh, was your uh, season 12 experience, like being there? Like, how was that? Um, I mean, during filming, I... I felt like I would be more prepared going into the whole situation than like how it actually was because I feel like in my everyday life, I'm really confident and obsessed with myself. And then the second that I got there um, and was surrounded by all these people with all these like gorgeous gowns and beaded things, I was like, and styled wigs. I was like, oh my gosh, why am I here? Um, So I definitely got in my head. Yes. It's so intimidating. I felt that way in season five. I was like, oh my God, all these girls are like fucking, they're gorgeous. They're like beauty queens. Like what the fuck? Where was your workstation spot? Like I was closest to the mirror on the workroom entrance side. Where were Um, you at? Okay, so when you come in the door, you're looking at Right past that picture of Big RuPaul, right? You're looking at it. And then so on the left, that was Nikki Doll. And then it was me. And then Britta was like, we were in the cube together. Oh, cute. You were on my side. Yay. So fun. Good side. <laughs> yeah, me and Britta were right next to each other, and we were both very messy, and just, like, all of our stuff was just kind of piled along the floor together. Were, were there any um, Were there any Shanitas during the season? Were, like, Shanita hair, Shanita bobby pin? Who was the Shanita in season 12? I don't know. I feel like we kind of all were at one point. Um, ooh, uh... I let Nikki Doll wear one of my necklaces for the ball challenge. Oh. But I think there was one point, like, I had borrowed Jackie's underwear. I borrowed Gigi's shoes once. I wore one of Jan's wigs. Gigi's shoes might have been my shoe. (laughs) She borrowed my shoes, too. Um, Are you going to give back Ariel that wig, or is is that a workroom legacy garment? (laughs) You know she left her purple wig. She still hasn't gotten it back. I always was questionable about that. If you leave a wig for someone on the show, are you expected to give it back after airing? Depending on the fluids in it afterwards. Oh my gosh. That makes a lot of sense. I (laughs) would say, I would, it's hard to say. I literally still have a wig of Ivy Winters. I think if they win the challenge in it, they can keep it. But if not, mm -mm. you need to give it back. Yeah, it's all the shame. (laughs) Yeah, all the shame. (laughs) <laughs> and can if i jump in go ahead dipper question um there's video now of uh crystal and Gigi and jada watching the show live and it's really emotional when they find out that jada wins can you talk about that moment yes me right now <laughs> yeah yeah 
Um, okay. Yeah. We, um, you know, whenever at first I was told that we were all going to have to like kind of be in a room by ourselves and live react to the episode, I was kind of like annoyed. I was like, I want to go watch it with my boyfriend and get drunk and have fun. Yeah. Um, but I'm so thankful that we were able to watch it together. It like, even though we were all in different areas, it felt like we were together at least so we could like talk and react together. Cause we hadn't seen what each other had filmed. Um, yeah. Oh, y'all don't then, have a group text? I mean, we have a group text that I feel like also we were kind of not wanting to tell each other too much information. Of course. Yeah, girl. Um, so I, we would kind of say little hints, but we didn't, we never explained anything. Um, and so it was just so much fun to watch. And yeah, at the very end when Jada was crowned winner, like I just, I could not stop crying. I was like, Aww. one, I kind of was like, maybe I'll win. Um, but also, like, I was so happy that Jada won. And yeah. I, like, couldn't believe that the show was over. It was like, I think it's just, like, at the end, we're all just screaming. Because we don't <laughs> know what else to even say or do. Um, yeah. But it just felt really special. I'm glad I can, like, go back and watch that. Well, you're going to go back again for All Stars for sure. They're going to they're gonna come calling. Don't make me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back. <laughs> never say no to a chance to be on television or to have sex. Okay, that's good advice. Who said that? Wait, wait, wait. I think that was Tennessee Williams or the other guy, the other gay guy. Oh, well. Um, Truman Capote. <laughs> Him! How did you know? Yeah. You're so smart. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> I love um, <laughs> So, okay. What, how are how are things? Are you you're in Springfield right now? Yes, I'm in Springfield, Missouri. I haven't left my house in I don't even know since Months. the beginning. I literally haven't yeah. left. I don't go grocery shopping or anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, I go outside for walks sometimes, but I feel like I am going crazy. Um, I am trying to get involved in these digital drag shows now. I was kind of like busy preparing and like i i felt like i couldn't ever be on the internet because i didn't want to give anything away and like show or record things mm-hmm. um so now i've been loving watching all the digital drag shows i love like the way that people are able to tell a story in like a, such a different form so i'm gonna really try and get into that i've been so inspired by meatball who's like constantly cranking out the stupidest stuff so her titanic did you see that yeah, I watched it last night. <laughs> I literally hate her. Oh my god, I'm so mad. I'm well, so mad at her. I think Cameo is kind of like digital drag shows. They're just like really short ones for yeah. very small audiences. <laughs> yes, for very, very small, small audiences. Audience. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, we thank you so much for being on with us uh, here. And we wish you all the best. And I have a feeling Feeling. we haven't seen the last of Crystal. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Big friend of the pod. Thank Uh, you. Listen. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Send us your size. We'll send you the swag. Okay, perfect. Yeah. We can send a whole suitcase full of. (laughs) So we're going to go to break. Let's take a break. Shall (laughs) we? Thank you, Crystal Method. Bye. 
right, we are back. Such a class act. We love Crystal. I'm hooked on Crystal. Uh, I I definitely have a problem with it, for sure. (laughs) Uh, Because I can't get enough. Uh, I also can't get enough of her brain. The way she came up with this mommy bird, baby bird thing uh, for I'm Like a Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just taking the song and breaking it down to what it really is. Showing you that you're a bird. So it, just uh, it was very simple. It was very touching, and it was very uh, effective. I I thought it I thought it was really really great. I and I loved her choices. Me too. And I mean, there's there's always some sort of drag that some people like. I I love it, like shock or like disgusting drag with the the regurgitation it's very like divine or like getting pissed on like we've all done it on stage and like it's yeah it's one of those things where showing fearlessness and getting people to be surprised by something that they're like oh it's a drag queen you know she's gonna she's gonna shablam oh look she vomited you know it's yeah it's awesome i think and um crystal just delivered she had that like that you didn't know what the fuck you were going to get and you were happy with it and you just lapped it up. And doing those sorts of things is, it's something that connects all of us is because like every, every human being has thrown up, you know, everybody takes shits. Everybody, everybody uh, has sex. Everybody, you know, pees. So it's like it's one of those things that connects all of us and Girl, she peed all over the stage. Honey, she peed. She peed. Now let's talk about the other two lip syncs. There was um Gigi Good's performance which was just, I mean, it was uh it, it was fierce. I, I mean, it was, I I thought it was art. That, I thought there was going to be a little Aiden Zane half blonde, half uh half black uh, bus driver wig underneath that curly wig. A wig she, reveal. Yeah, I I really thought that there was going to be one. I was still happy though, even though there wasn't. Just like seeing her, you know, she made that fabric and like did and the whole said, backdrop. Name something. Name something. Name something. It was it was very slick and very well produced. Um, I didn't. I'd never seen the video, so I didn't know the video was like that. But like. Oh that, yeah, that that took some fucking art direction, some planning. That yeah, was sickening, Gigi. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was masterfully done. It was beautiful, and um, I mean, she's you know she's fucking she's really good at drag. So it was it was really great to watch. And speaking of great at drag, Jada Jada Essence Hall from her uh-huh. estate in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh huh. She she chose Get Up by Ciara and. As soon as her eyes opened, I could tell that there was a fan on her because she was wearing the human flowing unit mm. and she she there were there were flyaways going and the wind was whipping and then she whipped off that robe and she had that beaded dance costume under and she started doing the, the wind up going forward uh-huh. towards the camera on the carpet. I was scared to death her heel was going to catch the carpet and just take her down, but she did it. I appreciated this from Jada because it was... It was no frills. It was just, it was, I'm, I'm leaning into the home quarantine vibe of it. Like she started in the robe on the couch. She used what was just in her home as her set and she leaned into it and she just performed. She just focused all of her energy on just like giving the performance. So like, I appreciated that. I thought it was a good approach and it obviously worked for her. Totally. 
And um, then we have Nina West with Dolly Parton. I mean, getting Dolly Parton. What this? I mean, that this was huge. This was a huge moment. Her hair, yeah, it was huge. It was. I want that Dolly hair, girl. Now, girl, that hair. And did you see her little sparkly glove lit? She had a sparkle glove lit on. She is so stunning, and uh, I really loved that she did this bit with uh, with Miss Nina West. What a it cool! Was, what a it was cool really moment. really cute. Um, Nina had two different looks that she got to wear, and uh, she presented the ten thousand dollar Miss Congeniality check, yes. sponsored in part by Pantene Pro V yes. products, to Heidi in Closet. Yes. So we and have a new Miss you- Congeniality. Did you think Heidi was going to win Congeen? Um, I thought either uh, Heidi or Crystal was going to win Miss Congeniality. Yeah. That's I mean, Crystal was in the final three, so she couldn't win. Are you not allowed to win Congeniality if you're in the final? No, because then it would be like, then it would be like giving away that you didn't win. Because they, they crown Congeen before oh. the, someone's out of the final three. So... Being I in mean, the final it, um, excludes you from being Miss Congeniality. I don't think that's a pageant rule necessarily, is it? Because in like Miss Universe, you could be Miss Congeniality and win. Yeah, but it's a drag race. It's a drag race rule. Oh, okay. Quite they're, frankly. They're they're exempt from pageants, I see. Yeah. I thought it could have been Jan, too, because I I thought Jan was uh was everybody's friend. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of her, though, either. You haven't because seen the, the last of Jane. You have a feeling broken. Stephanie's child. <laughs> um, I think. I think Jan had the most drag looks, though, on this episode, though. She had, like, this Edward Scissorhands look. Uh, she had an Americana look. She had um, another one. She was a boy for a second. She had so many looks. Jan did. She did. She's she's always uh, she's always a great time. We love Jan. Deep friend of the pod. Deep friend of the pod. Uh, we get a pop in from last year's winner, Ms. Evie Oddly, uh, who comes who who does this thing where she creates a look out of tube socks, and it was really cool. I I love Evie and her aesthetic and her point of view as an artist. Same, and she painted herself gray too, and like. I I I love a girl who goes for the the full detox look, but you you gotta get you gotta get the edges, you gotta get the pits, you gotta get. I mean, Jan had a little bit of neck showing, Evie had some midriff showing. It just took me away from the the illusion, the illusion, the confusion of my illusion. Oh, come on, Kelly Mantle. Um, exactly. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you knew I was quoting. Bitch, I've known Kelly Mantle since two thousand two. Don't try it. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, then there's one final lip sync. Okay. The three divas split screening it out. They all filmed six feet apart from each other at my studio <laughs> with the silver mylar. <laughs> Survivor by Destiny's Child. Mm, now, they should have gotten Thorgy in here to play the violin at the top. <laughs> Girl, exactly. They all had three kind of different approaches here. Crystal yeah. stood and delivered. She she had an amazing look on. I'm still I'm I'm still like 
curious about looking at this look even closer because there were so many details and different textures and the pink prints. beaded fringe did it for me. It was just like it moved. It had movement. The ribbons had movement. Having movement on a drag queen is just like having longer nails and just an extension of your performance, yeah. your femininity, whatever you're trying to give. And her having all of those um, those things to play with, it was just great. Uh, Jada really had her curious. had her cape and her zippers and her reveal and that cape when she swung it off, baby, it looked like she did that a million times and not not nary a hitch. It was professional. It was yeah. perfect. Um, yeah. Now, yes, Jada started with the thing sort of. It was like, it was like you know a reveal is coming, but you don't know what it is. But Gigi did did the, you can't even tell that a reveal is coming. Honestly, you could a little bit because the the edging of her costume of the, the neck, barely like half a centimeter, you could see the brighter blue in the, uh, in, the okay. in the close of it, and I was like, "Oh, she got a reveal." See, and I didn't clock. I barely clocked it, but it was honestly, it was my favorite reveal since Brooklyn's reveal coat. Like because it was just so good. The boot reveal was really what what got me. The boot reveal was so good that I think that's where they decided to stop the music and then start it because like. <laughs> I they did they they went and it went silent and then it picked up into after all of the darkness and sadness yeah um I I was, it was floored cool. I was, it was floored by her yeah. reveals it was very unexpected but then Jada and she waited. made that fabric sorry I saw the I saw the footage uh and it, yes I mean a lot of work went into it it was Roll beautifully that beautiful done fabric footage. But Jada waited until the very last moment of the song to do her reveal with the with the flip up cape and the crown, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I I literally thought they CGI'd a crown over top of her head. It looked so great in the camera. It was very unexpected because she waited until the last instant of the song. She kept us wanting to see more, and I thought it was it was just fucking so. So cool. Her flip up reminded me a lot of the lizards and finally mm, the, yes. that very that kind of and moment, the, that kind it, of vibe. It, it took me there. It was high <laughs> drag. And um, you know, sometimes it comes down to that last pose. Yeah. You know, whoever stands and delivers it. Um I in in trying to figure out who was gonna win, I think that I well, A, it was spoiled for me because my accountant texted me. <gasps> And he's uh, like, I was team Gigi. And I was like, okay, now I know either Crystal or Jada won. But I still like kept off social media okay. and I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But I had assumed Jada was going to win because, I mean, Gigi and her were neck and neck and they did everything. Um, they were almost tied score-wise, like report card-wise. Yes. But Jada's storyline with having to fight for it more and talking about knowing the hustle and Gigi being so young and not having had to experience that probably in a way that Jada has um, yeah. made me made me maybe totally 100% okay with any of them winning but made me very okay with Jada winning yeah because it was bitch, Minneapolis is cold and they got to do drag there and she's been <laughs> chugging at it for years Milwaukee Milwaukee that too it's cold there too <laughs> 
Uh, well, Evie digitally passes a crown graphic over to Jada, and we have a new crown a new queen. queen, diamond crown queen. Follow her to her follow pretty her, pretty palace. <laughs> uh, Jada Essence Hall. Well done, well deserved, and an amazing final three episode, if you ask me. Yeah. Did you see the um the parade of supporters and the family and friends who drove past <laughs> Jada's home? I did. That was, was so, so cute, cute and fierce and amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, she could put on a hat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Drive Driveway numbers. <laughs> Girl, yes. Yeah. So we did it. We did another season. We did. And we thank you so much, everyone who's listening and uh, for joining us. Um, now, uh, before we end the show, um, uh, we want to take a moment to talk a little bit more about the demonstrations and protests that are happening in, happening in the country and around the world to support Black Lives Matter. Um, this is a really historic time for everyone. And honestly, white silence equals death for Black people. And that might be hard to hear, but it's kind of the point. Okay, so it's important to be educated and vigilant about what's happening in the country right now and to speak up. We also uh, want to recommend watching Bob the Drag Queen and Peppermint's video, which is entitled Why You Should Say Black Lives Matter. It's on Mm. Bob's YouTube page. Um, I'm a supporter of Bob and Monet on Patreon, and they had like this hour talk on um, everything Bob says is is correct and funny. And um, it would do yourself a favor and watch this. Yes, I watched the Bob and Peppermint video today. Um, and it was, it was really amazing of them to, I, I mean, I, I look to them so much as, um, as leaders in our community and I admire them so fucking much and I'm really grateful. And let's keep in mind that it is not their job. Uh, it's not the job of Bob and Peppermint and other black people to educate white people who don't understand things about racism in this country. And um, I'm personally really grateful that Bob and Peppermint and other people out there have chosen to share their stories and their voices. But ultimately, it's up to us uh, white people to call out the racist systems that are in place in the country, the racist institutions that exist, and the violence against black and brown people in this country and around the world. Mm-hmm. We all have that one family member who's talking out their ass on Facebook. Correct them. You know, having Gee. having um, nice hamburgers and hot dogs over the family picnic is not worth uh, them treating another person worse than they would treat someone of their own race or whatever. Um, so if you're a person that thinks racism doesn't exist or you don't agree with the Black Lives Matter movement and the brave people protesting police brutality and murder right now, do yourself a favor, listen to Bob, um, and listen to those around you who are speaking up and talking about it. This is our problem, our issue, and ours to work on and solve. Yes. And there are so many people and organizations that are already doing the work. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. There's um, a fund in Minnesota that uh, my friend Chad from Flip Phone texted me about to post it's uh dispersing money where it's needed on the front lines to protesters and legal aid and uh we i have their info in my instagram alaska has their info up i think it's a venmo and it's uh listed on our thing it's mn fund hub 
and they're yes. dispersing funds to the Black Visions Collective, Reclaim the Block, McGeezy, Minnesota Voice, Juxtaposition Arts, Midway United, and um, the Minnesota Freedom Fund has enough money at the moment, so they've recommended donating to some of those organizations if you're donating directly. And uh, for people who need bailing out in other cities after being arrested or detained by police for protesting, uh, there's the, uh, in Los Angeles, there's the Action Bail Fund LA. We're going to put all of these links in the, uh, in the podcast uh, info. Um, in San Francisco, Oakland, there's the Bay Area Anti-Repression Committee Bail Fund. You got the Chicago Bond Fund in Chicago mm-hmm. and the Atlanta Solidarity Fund in ATL. Uh-huh. And the Brooklyn Community Bail Fund. And um, you can also find links and resources and other places to donate at blacklivesmatter.com. And in the middle of all this, there's still a mm-hmm. global pandemic happen. So wear yes. a mask, bring your hand sanitizer, wash your hands, and next week... We will be back with the start of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Five. Girl, no classic. We're straight into the next season, honey. No, no classic for, for us. No classic this week, honey. No, no classic this week. All Stars is coming. Uh, I'm so excited to see these divas back on the screen. Uh, uh, and, uh And we thank you. Uh, everyone who tuned into the live stream. Yeah. Tonight. Most of you are still probably here too. Let me look at this YouTube box. Thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser this week. We promise to continue to provide you with award-winning content every week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is. And subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode comes out. But you know it's Wednesday or Friday, right? Um, but you can follow the divas at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and the race chaser podcast is at race chaser pod. And you can use that hashtag race chaser when you post. So we see you and you can DM us or send us an email at race chaser podcast at gmail.com. Plus, our bonus content is available at patreon.com slash Willem. We just uploaded a new video that we filmed back in February and it's us playing the game Guess Rue, which is like Guess Who, but with Rue Girls. It's so, so ju- fun. Yeah, we had a good time. So just search using the hashtag Race Chaser. Watch our content a la carte. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay safe and stay strong. Assume the position. Bye. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.